1: I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fall just for what I did well. And there's some stories I can tell you. just stories I, I had to go about it, write it out. Just sit up a bit, just make a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> so comfortable <laughs> and relaxed. <laughs> 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 this is the final word daily. Australia, South Africa, the MCG, day three. Jeff Lemon, Bharat Sundaresan with you. First of all, well, the whole day of Test Cricket happened, yeah. minus a little bit for rain, and you have to tell us all about it in 30 seconds.
0: Technically, I should have only 22 seconds because that's we didn't have the full day's play, but I'll take my 30 seconds. It was a day when Alex Carey finally got to raise his bat and be a test centurion. It was a day when David Warner walked off raising his bat even though he faced only one ball. It was a day when Cameron Green batted with a fractured finger. It was a day where Mitchell Stark bowled with a bleeding finger. Eventually, it was a day which you've seen before. Australia dominate, still scored a lot of runs. And an interesting declaration. They batted for much longer than we thought uh, they would. Uh, but, They've had enough time to get rid of Dean Elgar, but it was also a day which saw a lot of rain. So, you know, we still have to come back on day four and hopefully for the final time during this Boxing Day test.
1: I think you've blown well past the thirty, but you know. Um, but you know, you got it the other day. You, you landed yeah. right on thirty the other day. Certainly yeah,
0: so. when I get really excited and start going, nah, 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 that's when <laughs> I realise uh, midway through that. Oh God, <laughs> I haven't said what the match situation is.
1: We have to tailor it for Barrett. It's a sixty seconds for Daniel yeah, Norcross. I, it's a one hundred and twenty seconds. No,
0: so that is true yeah. as well. Like at least I'm sixty Norcross.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so look, a little bit of rain. They started fifteen minutes late, um, and for a minute, for. I mean, not right away, but after about 10, 15 minutes of play, there was a period where you thought, well, this could be really exciting. Australia resume, 197 in front, Travis Head gets to his half-century quickly, and then it's Nokia time again. And this whole test match has basically been Unruhk Nokia almost single-handedly trying to drag South Africa into the game. He gets the ball to jag off the seam, back into Travis Head, smashes the pad back onto the stumps, out. David Warner comes out. He's been uh, resting overnight, you know, retired on 200 even yesterday with cramps. He's ready to go. He comes out, bang, bold first ball that he faced from Nokia. Again, smashes into the pad. This time it's the fuller ball, the orca swinging into him a bit, hits the pad back onto the stumps. Two and two, hat-trick ball. Cummins survives it. Then Cummins is out a couple of overs later, nicking Rabada or maybe nicking Rabada. I wasn't entirely convinced yeah, by the, the DRS on that. But they're six down for 400 Australia, and that should have been eight down because you're thinking, well, Green and Stark won't bat. They've both got damaged fingers, and that seems to be the case when Nathan Lyon comes out. He bashes 25, puts on a partnership of 40 with Carey, who's still going, and then when he slaps one to mid-wicket, Cameron Green does come out to bat after all. A surprise for everybody, but probably the South Africans more than anyone were like, oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Surely we got rid of this guy.
0: And I think Alex Carey was the most surprised. Uh, He said so as well just now in the press conference. that He didn't expect his best friend i think in the team cam green to a uh, new best friend i should say travis head might take umbrage to that but uh to walk out to bat but he did he showed a lot of courage uh and i'm sure we'll speak about cam green and alex carey the partnership uh, a little while later but you're right Andrik nokia deserved wickets yesterday uh, unfortunately he just got one uh he's been the standout performance it's like one man versus the, an entire eleven um, kagisa rabada the bowling coach Charles just said um, has has blown hot and cold uh, during this series and also during this match but Andrik Nokier ball after ball over after over he's just bowled his heart out uh, and he deserved those two wickets and what celebrations as well he knocks over Travis Head the ball after Travis Head has got to yet another 50 by pulling uh, a, a ball for four and for five, two I think of oh, for two sorry i thought it was four uh, there you go i just got excited uh because it's a south australian and south australian hit boundaries uh so no i think he got the line perfectly right and i don't think the rest of the south africans bowled well enough to Travis head they just kept giving him width yesterday and he just f- you know, feasted on them uh beautiful length really quick and also if you notice because of the rain early on there was still a little bit of moisture, so the ball also skid through. So uh, Travis said it was really late on the ball. And David Warner, yeah, comes out for the standing ovation. And before the, what, uh, 40,000 or 25,000 around the MCG could sit down, he's knocked over. A beautiful yorker actually hit David Warner's... Uh, Leg on the full and smashed into the stumps, and an even wilder celebration from Noki and Just like that, David Warner got to do what he didn't get to do yesterday, mm. which is walk off with everyone cheering. And firstly, walk off, not like limp off and just fall over. <laughs> <the laughs> not roads,
1: get carried literally.
0: off, literally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was at that point. You're right. I thought um, Australia will either be bowled bowled out. Uh, in the first hour or maybe in the first session or definitely Australia will maybe look to declare because when Nathan Lyon walked out at number eight which in itself could be a Hall of fame nomination which it won't be because I mentioned it uh, you really thought the way he was batting as well that the, the end was nigh but it wasn't to be the end came much much later uh, but also I feel Jeff that partnership right between Nathan Lyon and Alex Carey Kind of just took the fizz out. If at that Imagine if those were the last two wickets of the Australian innings, the South Africans would have felt a little uplifted. But yeah, it wasn't to be. And then Australia batted for much, much longer than that.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it could have been. It could have been near the end if you thought, well, you know, Nokia can smash through Lyon, they knock over Scott Boland, they're done. And yeah, Australia would have been 200 in front and, and still a chance to win by an innings, really. And we know that this South African batting lineup is poor. But there would still be the possibility. You would still, if you were South Africa at that point, you could say, well, if we play really well, the batting deck is still good. You know, if we take our time, maybe we get a couple of hundred in front. Maybe we can test them out in the the fourth inning, something like that. Instead, Australia just go on and on Hmm. and on. And initially, I mean, Cameron Green was batting really slowly. In the way, and and I thought it was like he played in his first season. So when he mm-hmm. when he came into Test cricket the first time against India, uh, he he just blocked basically everything. Yeah. It's like he couldn't even remember how to play a shot, and basically he was just scared of getting out. He was like, "Oh shit, I'm playing Test match cricket." i have to knock it out i have to be a test cricketer and to then he managed to move past that you know in the ashes last year in pakistan earlier this year he played much more aggressively he played aggressively for that short but important innings in brisbane even in the previous test match and then it seems like today because he was preoccupied with the injured finger he was he was just worried about staying in but that kind of worked because Kerry was scoring quickly at the other end, not going crazy, not not hacking into the bowling, but just picking up one and two here, or one and a two and a one, three or four off and over. And then once in a while he'd lay into a boundary when he saw a ball that he liked. You know, if it was short and wide he was uppercutting, he was pulling balls down to fine leg. He drove a few down the ground, he drove a few through the covers. So he was picking up a boundary here and there. And it was like, well they were scoring quickly enough that they could afford to have Cameron Green playing the way he did. But he played defensively so well, what I I admired was quickly they get Nokia back on and they say, bowl at his gloves. Like, okay, if you want to come out here and bowl with a broken finger, fine. Mm. If you think you're fit to bowl. We'll try to hit you on the gloves. Um, and you know some people might take umbrage at that, but I think that's fair enough in, at this level of sport. But he played that really well. He got his hands up high. He came over the ball. He dropped all of those balls straight down at his feet, and he wasn't troubled by a single ball from Nokia, which was super impressive, I thought.
0: Oh, very much so. And I think, yes, he did play defensively, but it also had a lot to do with that injury because it's the index finger on his right hand, the bottom hand. Uh, he was really struggling to play horizontal shots because the bottom hand comes into play as you can uh, as you can imagine mm. but every time
1: anything with power really
0: obviously he couldn't uh, there was one, one pull shot he attempted of Kerkis or Rabara where the ball just kind of popped over mid wicket but whenever they bowled full to him he looked very, very good on the drive. Uh, and just speaking to Simon Kadic and others who, who played with broken fingers, apparently the painkiller also takes kind of half an hour to kick in. So once it kicked in, you saw he was playing a lot of shots. Even the shot that he got to his 50 with just uh, backing up and uppercutting uh, Marco Jansen <clears throat> over, uh, over 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 Gully or towards the third man boundary. Uh, so he did come into his own, but uh, it was a beautiful partnership. And beautiful partnership between Alex Carey and Cam Green, not just because of the way they batted, but they formed such a lovely bromance off the field Mm. Uh, they talk about being the engine room at number 6 and number 7 the engine room of the lower middle order and Alex Carey's Almost comes across as like a bigger brother to him. I've I've seen them
1: off the field. Smaller, bigger brother.
0: A smaller, bigger yeah. brother. Yeah, you can't be a bigger brother to Cam Green unless you're Marco Janssen <laughs> But Marco Jansen's a year younger, so that doesn't work out either. But um, he he he's kind of taken him under his wings in a way. But I wouldn't even say taken him under his wings. They're still like kind of. Uh, Cam Green might have played more Test matches than Alex Carey, but they have this beautiful um, uh, bromance brewing. And he, uh, if you notice, when Alex Carey gets to his hundred, I'm sure the clips have done the run. It's Cam Green who celebrated first his hands went up and then once he was done uh, with that he asked Alex Carey finally gets to take his helmet off Cam Green sprints across gives him a bear hug and once again punches the air as Alex Carey raises his bat uh, and, and I asked Alex Carey about it in the press conference and he says, if there's one man I wanted out there when I make my maiden turn it was Cam Green it was, it was really sweet and on Alex Carey as well. It was a superb innings. I and mean, people might just see the scorecard and say, oh, South Africa were down and out. And Alex Carey just played a wicketkeeper's innings, coming down the order and played a lot of shots. He came out to bat when Nokia was breathing fire from his nostrils. Uh, that second celebration after he got David Warner out, he was a. It, it, like, there's this is Jekyll and Hyde with Nokia. We see him in press conferences laughing a lot and looking mm-hmm. all happy. But once he gets that ball going, that mustache starts looking. Like, it's almost like it just kind of, yeah automatically Mm. kind of yeah
1: it's like it's going to come off his face and like (laughs) run to the crease first almost
0: (laughs) yeah especially when he's in that mood like he wasn't but Alex Carey played him brilliantly he was the one guy who was not troubled by the pace or uh, anything that Nokia did he seized off that spell Lion gives him some company and he played some outstanding shots some of the drives he played down the ground of of all the bowlers, was were really, really good. But arguably his best test innings, he missed out on the 100 in Karachi we were there when he was bowled by Babar Razum. Uh, yeah. You'll remember. So he hadn't forgotten about it. And he just said, maybe at that point he thought, The Test hundred is never coming, but he got this chance, and uh, on Boxing Day, Mm. or in a Boxing Day Test, the
1: MCG makes it. Something about those drives where it's like he gets on the front foot, he gets his feet well apart, but then he leans back, so he's his front foot's forward, but he leans back and then really powers through the drive, like thrashes through the drive. It's quite idiosyncratic. I haven't seen. uh, There's certainly no other player currently who plays a straight drive in that kind of yeah. way, you know, almost a, a diagonal bat, straight drive. And and then he can apply that through the covers as well, which is different to, to some of the... He can play that more yeah. compact, correct cover drive. But this was, it was I, I think because the outfield was a bit wet as well. He was laying into the ball more perhaps to try to put more power on it. I'm not sure. But, yeah, he gets his 111 uh, Australian wicket keepers. Haven't made one since Haddon at Adelaide in 2013. So that's nearly 10 years between tonnes. And they have this long partnership. And there was a lot of, uh, oh, they should declare Chad. Can I just say... I don't understand this at all. It was day three exactly. of a test match. And I think back to actually to Dean Elgar in Johannesburg in 2018 when it was the fourth day and they were 400 ahead or whatever it was. And he was asked about why they hadn't declared earlier. And he said, there's no rule that says we have to finish it in four days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, we have five days. The weather is good. Yeah. Like we're allowed to take the duration. Yeah, exactly. So it seemed strange to me to say, oh, okay, you're 250 ahead. You're 300 ahead on the third day and you should declare. It's like Australia have three fit bowlers. You know, they had Green and Stark who were in theory not supposed to be able to bowl, although we'll come to that later. And if, if South Africa got something going, if they put a partnership together, then they might be able to start tiring out three bowlers and they might be able to start getting on top. So the, the thinking is why even give them a chance of that? You know Why not leave them 400 runs behind? Why not leave it absolutely impossible for them to get a lead of any significance? And why declare also when you've got a couple of players who've barely played this summer in exactly. Kerry and Green, who've barely batted, and if Green says that he's happy to take the risk for the injury, I mean, I could also see the logic of saying why risk it, why risk getting hit and, and having it become worse, and that also makes sense. But if he's saying he wants to bat, he's barely batted in first class cricket for about a year. Exactly. Uh, you know, since Australia's overseas tours anyway, didn't play Shield because he was the bench rider in the T20 World Cup squad. And Kerry is barely batted in this test summer as well. So why not give them the opportunity? Isn't it better to have the chance for Green to make another 50, for Kerry to make his first 100, for them to have the confidence from that, for them to have another good partnership, all of the benefits that come from that outside the immediate, what's going to happen in Mm -hmm. this match? It made perfect sense to me to wear out South Africa, make them stay in the field for another a couple of sessions it really pushed them to the floor and uh, and and I think they only ended up declaring because uh, when Stark was batting later after Kerry had been dismissed he got hit in the in the head not a bad blow but yeah. that was when they thought well it's getting a bit dark out there and maybe we should um, bring our guys in and, and put South Africa out there
0: yeah uh, I think it's only at that point when when you saw Mitchell stark walk out to bat uh, even I was a little confused with uh, why Australia weren't declaring because by then you could see uh, every player had four shadows emerging from him. You know, and that's a sign that the light was still good enough because they had Marco Janssen bowling from one end and Andrik Nokia bowling from the other end. So the tallest and the fastest bowler were allowed to bowl, which meant that the umpires felt the light was perfectly fine for cricket to go on. Uh, but when Stark came out to bat, you wondered why that was happening because it was also the timing uh, i think there was half an hour left left for the tea break and if australia had declared then they would have got 20 minutes or in perfect bowling conditions against this south african top order and thereby you know giving their fast bowlers three or four overs and then keeping them fresh for a second burst right after the break and then obviously playing it out for the rest of the session and maybe tomorrow morning. But also at this point, we do not know what Stark's uh, bowling condition, whether he was going to bowl. We saw some clips of him bowling in the nets um, on television uh, from earlier in the morning, right after the rain subsided. Uh, but then when he, when I saw him come out and start looking at his landing area with the umpires, I was like, wow, okay, Mitchell Stark is going to bowl. And then when he started warming up, I was like, Mitchell Stark's going to take a new bowl. And, and he did. And the bleeding finger I spoke to you about, that came from... Bowling at full speed And Alex Carey just said Finally Alex Carey Looked at Uzi Khawaja And said uh, What paces do you expect Stark to bowl at And he was bowling At 142 145 The ball was flying And Alex Carey Was collecting it uh, Well above his mm. uh, You know Above his chest So Stark was bowling At full tilt. But then we did see him Every At the end of every over As he was walking back He had Obviously he can't have The bandage on Because he was injured
1: yeah, so you're not allowed to have any tape on your bowling hand. And so he, in trying to take a catch, he'd had his finger had been smashed into by the ball and it had, it had bashed up that fingernail. So the fingernail was broken. That's where the blood was coming from. Um, the bone isn't broken, but he had some sort of ligament damage that they picked up on a scan. But he figured that he was okay enough to at least try a couple of overs with the new ball and, and the exertion of that was making it bleed and then he was drying it off on his trousers and on the towel, on the towel. In, in, in the waistband
0: yeah it was red all over right like yeah uh if you saw his the area near his pockets on the left hand side was all bloodied the towel was bloodied but he was fighting through the pain and and he he bowled really really well
1: he easily could have uh, got a wicked weirdly nobody criticizing his body language today yeah
0: change? Yeah, yeah you know that's just mitchell stark right like uh, they want stark to smile all the time they want stark to look up for the game battle stop
1: smiling he looks too happy he yeah. should look angrier
0: Hey, no, everybody has a say on what Mitchell Stark should look like It's uh, or what expression he should carry while he's on the field. It's funny how that works out. But, you know, he really put his, I wouldn't say body on the line, but his hand on the line for uh, Australia. I don't know whether he's going to come back and bowl tomorrow. Maybe he will. Uh, but the wicket went to Pat Cummins, Dean Elgar. He's had a disappointing series.
1: That's one way of putting it.
0: I uh, know. I mean, he's come and said a lot of things. He's uh, you know called his bowling attack the best in the world, but not used them at all like the best attack in the world. Uh, we called his captaincy woeful yesterday, and it continued to be that. Uh, and he's been getting out. As, he's the senior captain, but also the senior most batter. If you keep getting out the same way it's you're not unlucky when you're like just edging a ball down down the legs it's a clear strategy you keep yep. playing at it and you keep getting out uh yeah I mean he has had a he has had a series to forget but he keeps coming out to these press conferences and uh talking a good game but he hasn't backed it up at all mm.
1: so uh, they end up 371 runs behind South Africa one for 15 when rain started that means they'll start on the fourth day we'll start early half an hour early uh, on the fourth and if we get to a fifth on the fifth. Three uh, eight three seventy one behind, nine wickets in hand, um, a long road from here. Final word, Hall of Fame for the day. When we pick our most final word moment of the day, uh, woodstockcricket.co.uk if you want 20% off the best bats in the world. TFW20, put that in at the checkout, nice and easy. Yes. Uh, anything that jumped out at you? There were so many moments yeah. today. I mean, the the, the near hat trick <laughs> was one. The the fact that for listeners of The Final Word, um, you'll you'll know that Adam Collins has never seen a test hat trick and the fact that he'd left the country just before this yeah, test match. No, I was like... thinking if ever it was going to be today, uh, if, if ever it was going to be any day, it would be today that Nokia would have picked up the third and knocked over Pat Cummins.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I was expecting it as well, especially because Pat Cummins has been rattled by the on the pace and you could see he was backing backing away as he just like fended at that ball, just defended it, but came down at the right moment. Yeah, I mean, I, Adam Collins was tweeting about it as well. He expected it to happen just because he wasn't there. Uh, Hall of Fame for me, two things that stand out. One is when Mitchell Stark did Get, uh, you know, cop the blow on the helmet, he immediately looked at the dressing room and started doing this. Like he was telling Pat Cummins, I think we should be bowling out here if you noticed. Uh, I th-
1: he could have been saying, I think you should sub me out of the game for a fit bowler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was. But the way he was bowling after that with a bloodied finger, maybe he just wanted ball in his hand. Uh, and it was this weird thing. The concussion test happened and Pat Cummins was just sitting there uh, while the concussion test was going on. And then suddenly he just got up and he had the walkie-talkie in his hand and he started waving at uh, at the Australian order his batters to come off. And the other one was, I'm not sure what really happened, but uh, there was this couple who were shown on the big screen, I think having a little bit of a cuddle. Mm-hmm. And then the players just stopped, like everyone from, and Paul Rifle is known to be people who played with him, people who know him well. Apparently nothing cracks him up, but Paul Rifle could not concentrate, he just burst out laughing. Uh, And play actually stopped for a minute because the bowlers were laughing, the batters were laughing, the umpires were laughing. And at this point, it was just two people just caught in a moment.
1: Well, okay. So what it it was is they're sitting there. The guy's got his arm around the woman. And then when he realizes they're on the big screen, he gets shy and pulls his arm away and sits in his own chair. So of course, the speculation is that maybe he's not supposed to be there with that particular person. Uh, maybe, 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 Maybe it should be someone else. Then the camera comes back to them five minutes later and his arm is back. And then he leaves it there but they both look very uncomfortable and kind of try to read their magazines oh. without showing their faces and then another couple of minutes later the camera cuts back and she's gone and, and he, it's just this guy sitting there and on his phone
0: tapping away on his phone and I actually noticed like there was a drinks break soon after Kyle Zondo and Kyle Verena were walking and they were talking about it as well like I, I, I couldn't obviously hear what they were saying but they were talking about it as well. it was quite funny and then a while later the camera went back in that direction there was not, not, neither of them were there and a few minutes later the camera was back and there was this old guy sitting there just having a ball of a time so it was it was weird for his sake i just hope um, everything's fine to be honest it was interesting
1: a last nomination for david warner as well 200 not out coming off the field yeah. yesterday 200 not out coming back on the field today 200 out off he goes a ball later that's cricket sometimes you're up Sometimes you're down. We will be up again tomorrow on day four because this is a daily show, and that's how it works. If you want to help us keep making these programs, patron.com slash the final word. That is the place to get involved and uh, get involved with our online chat community as well. Lots of uh, good fun happening in there. Jeff Lemon, Barat Cinderace, and we'll be back on day four. See you then. I ain't protected, brother, I ain't fenced. And if my future questions, my current senses, that'd be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty, broke this, so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself.